Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Should have cued it to the chorus. Oh, I love it. Ooh, we're back in school today, y'all. Ooh, this was a good fucking episode. Um, that was actually a pretty easy song for me to pick, and it actually is relevant to this. Um, I was just picturing how hard I would get whipped by Joe Jackson if it came to my turn during that song. <laughs> you know me and my uh, famous singing voice. Yeah, no. And Michael Jackson gets most of it, but then every so often one of them will get to be like, Ooh. treat you, treat you. <laughs> All about love. Like, that's it. They get like little, little zingers, but it's, it's about Michael here. Guys, we're talking about marriage boot camp. Oh, God, what is it? Marriage boot camp, family, ad- no, cele- Ce- celebrity. Celebrity ad- marriage, celebrity marriage boot camp, family edition, Oof. I think is what it's called. Because it's marriage specific. And you guys, I got the best guest we could have ever asked for today. I got Jody Huff from oh. Reality TV Podcast. Woo-hoo. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm dipping my toe back, back into the podcasting arena. Yeah, I already gave my $6 patrons yesterday a very, a very specific rundown. I'm like, I'm having Jody on, and I promise I did not pressure her no, to do you this. Did not she at offered all. to do it. No, I am ready. <laughs> and this is actually perfect. I mean, watching this episode got me so geeked up to get back to right? podcasting because this is incredible. And I want to say I recapped this show at some point. Really? I need to find those. Well, you know, after you record an episode, you don't even remember what happened or course, if it even happened. So either I watched it or I recapped it, and I will probably watch it all over again because did it you is watch so the whole good. Thing? I did not watch the whole thing. No. I just watched this first episode. Yeah, I think I maybe watched like maybe two or three episodes. Ooh, I'm buying this whole season. Oh, it's sh- going to get insane. And let's just keep in mind, or I don't mean to like hijack, but let's just keep in mind, this is where Amber and Andrew fell in love. Oh my God, that's right. I didn't even, I swear Shut to up. God, that wasn't even in, that wasn't even in my head because all I was, 
focused on was her saying like, I wasn't like this before. I was chill before. I was I didn't I wasn't angry. I had depression. I never had like, anger really? issues before. Yeah. Uh, I totally forgot about that. It was more like this is kind of where Amber really mm, No, let's let's backtrack even more. The season of Teen Mom OG leading up to this marriage boot camp, the one where like her and Matt go to Vegas and the camera crew oh. catches him being like, I'm not marrying her. She she humiliated me on camera and she's wearing like that weird hat. And they went with um, a couple friend of them of theirs. Those that, like those two like black people that are like sixty five years old that it's like, how are these people friends with each other? Right. Um that season I remember specifically like watching it in a specific apartment that I lived in and being on Amber's side Shut completely. Up. I was like well, were you, I was I was Team Amber more than I was Team. Matt. Oh, well, I guess in I relation like, to each other, sure. Like I felt bad for Amber because like she actually kind of met her match in a way because he was such a manipulative bastard well, he's that disgusting. like she, he's disgusting and he is he is just the specific type of narcissist psychopath. Yeah. I don't know if he's a sociopath or psychopath, but like he really did a number on her and she really wasn't terrible to him like she was kind of in it to win it that season and was like she was embracing her I'm a grown ass woman Amber sure you know she's in that mode post prison uh, I have a haute boutique haute couture clothing line she was in a good place for Amber yeah and she um she after the whole season of Teen Mom ended, this happened, and this is where I was watching this, and I was like, I guess I did watch this as I was airing, but I just have no memory of it. But yeah. I remember being like, oh, she was actually crazy during that season. I was, I, yeah. I fell for it. Yeah. She is awful in this. She is awful. Like when the mob wives girls are afraid of you, that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and the first impression, they're like, oh, she's crazy. Brandy Glanville, if she says you're psycho, you are off the chart, psycho. Brandy Glanville is the most low, like, low-key, chill person. Like, the Glanvilles are the least exciting people. Oh, I feel so bad for her dad. He has no place being there, that poor man. Are you serious? I think that there's a weird undertone of weird sexual shit that I don't want to really touch upon, but I feel needs to be. Um, they bring up that he's naked three different times on the, that it was like that they grew up in a naked well, okay. house. Okay, we'll get there, times. but I think there's a little bit more of a backstory to it. But yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I, okay. I, I was slurring there. I was already going into my, my Tanya. Yeah, so <laughs> this is what happened here. So I... As we okay. Oh, by the way, Jody, yes. you don't even know this, but I'm going to post this on Total Request Pod as well because okay. I might as well. Yes. But for anyone who is listening to this on Total Request Pod that isn't a like a fan of mine, they're listening for Jody. Shut up. A suck it's up, and this is what my podcast <laughs> is. It's more just it's more just reenacting shit. It's not like going deep into shit. So I attempted a Tanya impression a few weeks ago on my podcast, and it went over like a fucking bag of rocks. People were like, what was that? <laughs> like, that was the worst impression you've ever done. <laughs> so. Uh, well, you know, Jody I'm talented in this area. What can I say? Yeah, I'm like, Jody, J- there's something in your like throat and body that you can just get there that I like do not have access to in my body. So I'm like, Jody, I'm 
doing this episode? Can I just send you um, just yeah. a few things that you can like, uh, like lines that you can just send me as audio clips and I'll just like plug them in. And Jody's like, no, I'll do the episode. Yeah. And I was no, like, I'm excited. well, I'm not going to say no. I need to start, okay, I need so to start laughing again. But little origin story. You can get to that place. I would start with <laughs> channeling the, the uh, Charlie Brown teacher. That's where it all comes from. The wah, 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 wah. See, you're okay, getting there. Get you're that. getting yeah, there. It's a, gl- it's a glottal thing. I feel like I'd need to drink a lot of, like, milk Yeah, it's a bubble like, in like your throat. Milky. It's the it's Tony from Sister Wives. Sure. It's it's just, I just can't do it. I can, I can hone on certain... Uh, certain notes and tendencies, but Jody's got this one very specifically. So thank God you're here. Thank you so much. So we're going to recap this. And I wrote, this took me like three hours to recap. It's a 58 minute yeah. episode. And it took me so long. Cause I was like, that's that line's important. That line's yep. funny. I need to do that too. So we're going here. Let's just talk about what this show is. I think Farah and Deb went on a season of this. Mm. I know Kale and Javi went on a season of this, so I am excited to delve into some of those, too. Right. I totally forgot about Farah going on there, and that makes sense, and I'm pretty sure Dr... Caitlin and Tyler were on the same one. Oh, that's right. Caitlin and Tyler and Farah. It might not have been this, though. They went on. They, they went, went on, on something, something where the, and that's the one where Ferris therapist said her story is the worst thing she's ever heard in her life, and they're not going to repeat it. Which, like, what could it be? My theory that is that involves Michael and Deb. It involves those two. I think they knew that there was some sort of alleged sexual abuse going on with like a family member, and they didn't believe Ferris, or they let it go on. Okay, no, that's obviously. Terrible. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's obvious. I'm like, oh, okay. Never mind. Well, I feel like that is kind of obvious too, but listen, I'm not, I'm not making light of it. No. But this woman said this was the worst story she's ever heard. And I feel like that is a pretty common story. So there's something in Farrah's story that is so outrageous and spectacular and remarkable. Like, I just can't even imagine what it is, but it has to do with Michael, and that's why I think Michael is the worst. And I'm so happy that you didn't interview him on your podcast when he reached out and begged you to interview him. Yeah. Oh, I was just grabbing for my phone. I've (laughs) got to get a hold of him immediately, (laughs) right? No, I I never even responded. I just thought it was hilarious. Okay, so this show, there's two doctors, and I know there's, like, another, like, bitch, like, like, like a badass bitch that comes in later to kind of break things down. I forget what her name is, because I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to look ahead, but there's Dr. V and Dr. Ish. Eh, He's like Ish. He's a Dr. Ish. And they're fine. They're, they're. They're, they can hold my attention. I'm okay with them as the doctors. But I know there is a third person that comes in in the middle of the season that, like, breaks shit down for everybody. I can't stand Dr. V for vaginosis. She drives me she, crazy. I'm like, you are 80 pounds soaking wet. And you, she's like, yeah, this is how it is. And, don't, but, and you know, we're going to go in there and we're going to do this and we're going to scare them all. And I'm like, what are you trying to do? You're not a mafioso. Yeah, she looks like, I feel like there's a group of... TV therapists slash lawyers who all look the same because Lisa Bloom kind of reminds me of Dr. V that there's another therapist that looks almost exactly like Dr. V, maybe a Dr. 
Berman something. I don't know. There's a whole, there's like five women that do the same thing. They look all the same. Sure. And they have that same, I'm the sexy doctor, but I'm smart because I wear glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm like zippy (sighs) and I'm I'm, I'm scrappy. I'm like, no, you're not. You, okay. But anyway, fine. They're fine. So we start out and Mm -hmm. those two are sitting there and they're watching the security cameras and the people are driving up in their minivans (laughs) that they've been provided. And they're just giving these sound bites like, Ooh, they don't even know what we got in store. Ooh, they better be prepared. Ooh, they better get ready and stay ready. So next, all the celebs arrived. And I wrote before I saw the vehicles in their own pimped out SUVs. Mm -hmm. But then when we saw them, I was like, oh, they're minivans. They give them minivans. So the first to arrive is the Granziano? Granziano? Graziano. Did did you watch Mob Mob I did not. Okay, that's okay. I didn't. I obviously didn't either. But these guys are awesome. I love them. I would absolutely, if I was in this house, I would veer toward them and just befriend them immediately because I would need them to yeah. protect me. And they're funny. Yeah, I like the one sister. I think Jennifer. I can't. I don't she know the, the orange. Between. Oh, shirt. Jennifer. I think she might have been sure. the youngest of the three. She's the one with, like, the least issues. Yeah, and yeah. little side note, because, you know, I love a, a little dig. She yeah. is the executive producer. She's the one who dreamed up mom, Mob Wives and oh. pitched it to, you're going to love this one, the one and only Weinstein Company. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. Yes. Yeah. Woo! Well, Renee is the star mm. of Mob Wives. I have nothing. To, I, I, all I know about Mob Wives is that Big Ange was in it, and she died. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. That's all I know, too. Okay. And I think I've looked up their history at one point. Their dad is in jail, yes? or Yes. Their dad. Uh, I think maybe both. Something. But I know that okay. he went to prison. And then I think Renee's husband also went to prison in, like, 2014 I'll or do, something. Yeah, I'll probably do, like, a deeper dive on this now that I know how good this show is and I know I need to keep recapping it I'll do a deeper dive on everyone else I was really only going to recap the Amber and Matt stuff but everyone else is so entertaining that I want to recap everyone so we have them in their car and uh, I don't know they're all yelling at each other like turn your phone on where's your phone you don't have your phone Lana turn your phone on and uh, their their issues are miscommunication not getting along you know resentment you know they're all there (laughs) and uh, the stickers on their van say mob lies and will break for rehab (laughs) And honk, and I will cut. That was my favorite. I like that honk one. Honk, and I'll cut you. Who? That's how I feel. This shit up. Me. I break for rehab. <laughs> that Ooh. was a little weak. Okay. So, Jody, I sent you a little script here. Um, I'm going to just pull up the very first one where it says Tanya one and Tanya yes. two, and I'll uh, I'll let you know when to say it. Okay. So next to arrive is Ambie. She her hair hair is like the the climax of her hair journey. The apex. Uh, <laughs> the apex is just... Because yeah. it went from just, like... It was always in a bun. Always, always, always in a bun. And then it was, like, really um, platinum blonde. But then she did this crazy pink yeah. thing. But we're like, wait, are the roots... The roots are pink and the bun is... Yes. Or is it vice versa? No, I think it's roots. Roots are bl- pink. 
Mm, I don't know. Roots are pink, bun is blonde. Okay. Either it's way, one, it's, it's that one tight, of slick, grown-ass woman, Amber. The full-length body romper, Amber. She's all. She's only ex- exclusively wearing mm-hmm. full-body jumpers here. And her hair is just up in, like... It's in a bun that she probably spent a lot of money, like there's uh, money, time, bobby pinning, because it's kind of perfectly circular, but her hair is so fried, you can just see it. It's like singed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she's, um, Matt is driving, of course, Amber's in the passenger, and Tanya's in the back, and Amber is like... Yeah, I think Matthew is going to have a hard time with some things. And Matt's like, no, actually, I think you're going to have a hard time because you like things a certain way. And I think this whole experience is going to take you out of your comfort zone because you like things a certain way. <laughs> I love you make him sound so much more stupid. I love it. <laughs> Because you like things a certain way, and I think this whole experience is going to take you out of your comfort zone. Wait, oh, I said that twice. Do you ever write in your notes app and it it automatically repeats itself? Yes. It, like, copies no. and pastes twice? Well, okay. that's what happens. That's there. all right. <laughs> Whatever. It made sense, because Matt is that stupid, and he wouldn't say this. So now there's, a, after this talking head, I'm going to have you pop in with Tanya, all right? With Tanya mm. one. So I'll, I'll finish this uh, talking head. I am Amber Portwood, and I'm one of the original members of Teen Mom. And I'm here at Marriage Boot Camp with my mom and Matt. I really want to just get help on our communication because I'm really just trying to fix our relationship with each other. Here's Tanya. I think we're going to be fine just as long as we're all open and honest with one another. Okay, so now, (laughs) they drive a little more and they have a little bit more back and forth. And here's Tanya again Uh, right now. Tanya, too. She's talking to us in the confessional. When Matt came into the picture, we've seen lots of red flags, and he's kind of keeping her isolated from us. Uh, I just want to get him out of our lives. How does that not hurt your throat? My throat hurts. Watching you do that. It's I feel like I'm holding a bubble on one side, (laughs) allowing just enough room for alcohol to get down the other. Okay. So Matt's like, this is going to be a long two weeks. (laughs) And And Amber's like, no, it's not. Okay, so they arrive first. And they're, like, waiting outside in, like, the parking area. (laughs) The mob wives, the mob sisters pull up, and Matt's like, Is that Renee Graziano? And, of course, he knows all these fucking reality stars of, like, these shows that are aimed toward girls like me and Jody. Yeah. Like, very specific. Like, Matt Bayer should not be fucking watching mob wives. Oh, you know they love that shit. They love watching those shows together. Because, you know, Amber's like, yo, yo, if I was in that, if I was in there, if I lived in that family, I would be busting a cap in her ass. You know that. She identified with them. (sighs) Yep. So uh, Matt's talking head is like, I got really excited when I saw Renee because Amber and I are huge Mob Wives fans. So out in the lot, Renee gets out of the car and she's like, 
oh my god because she recognizes Amber like kind of and Amber's like oh my god how you doing and Renee's like Good, Amber. How are you? And Amber's like, you look beautiful, baby. I'm so glad and you Renee's like, I'm good. Oh, oh, I wrote all of that. She goes, I'm good, honey. How are you? And Amber goes, I'm good, sweetie. And I'm like, this woman is ha- twice your age and absolutely your superior. How dare I know. you? Refer so to her condescending. As baby and sweetie. So con. But I don't think Amber's think she's being condescending. I think that she's watched how women who are friends interact with each other Mm. and she's like, okay, they call each other sweetie, but still. Because she identifies as Renee's friend. Like, oh yeah, we're we're totally friends. We're on the same playing field because again, we are grown-ass women and we are in this reality TV, whatever world together. You know, that's how Amber thinks. That she and Renee are going to be total besties because they're they're just so similar. Uh, we've been through we've been through like baby, you beautiful baby, sweetie. And <sighs> Matt goes, "Oh, I'm a big fan, big fan." Renee. Ew. And then the talking talking head of Renee, she's like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> the teen mom. I didn't come here to have fans. I would have went to fucking Madison Square Garden if I wanted fans." So next. The Glanvilles are driving oh up. Brandy and Guy. And um, I really feel like they spend this entire season skirting around some really dark shit in there. You think like so? really weird stuff that they... Yes, because I was feeling very creepy. And the fact that her dad is so focused on Brandy's boobs... I don't think he is, though. I think they wanted to seem that way. something weird. Okay, well, okay, on maybe. Housewives... Or is this too early right. to go into it? No, okay. I don't know anything so about So on Housewives, so Brandy, when she first came on, her whole thing was that her parents were hippies. They would, like, go and camp and just, like, run around kind of like feral kids. Her parents were just kind of hippy-dippy. Oh, yeah, you know, your bodies or something to be ashamed of. And, you know, they would just do that kind of thing. I don't think it was like a normal, you know, like my house and Dave's just, like, walking around naked. You know, that's how she made it come off. But... Sorry, I was on mute because I was uh, coughing. No, I feel like um, that is how it came off. It seemed like they just had this normal house, but her dad was just like present, like standing like Robin Hood with his dick out. No, they were just very body positive, you know, hippies. That's it. And like her parents used to smoke pot and that kind of stuff. Sure, yeah, the pot stuff has nothing to do with like, But I think now he's a grown man, he's a grandpa, and he's like, oh my god, my daughter's running around drunk, falling downstairs with her crotch falling out, all in front of paparazzi. I think that's his issue. Yeah, I think where I have the blind spot here is that I don't know how crazy right. Brandy... Oh. Because Brandy presents herself so far as being... Fine, like kind of together and just like no. Her whole thing is is, is that she got a vagina plasty and sex all Ooh. over. Oh God, I sorry, just hit my thing. Uh, like sex all over the place. She okay. is photo famously photographed all over the place with her boobs falling out. Oh, she had like her tampon string hanging out. She's a mess. Oh, okay, she's a that's mess. making a little more sense then. Because so far, everything I know about Brandy is just. Her husband cheated on her with Leanne Rhymes, so I feel bad for her. And she was on Celebrity Big Brother, and she was kind of fine on there. Like, she didn't do anything insane or crazy in that. Maybe because they limited her alcohol she was intake. But she's a bitch, and no, she's crazy. So. 
Okay. Well, hopefully, again, she's the most subdued person by far. Like, the, yes, from what we see, I agree. So Brandy says that she wants her dad to respect her and accept her for who she is, and she's not going to change. And so they arrive, and Amber's like, "Oh my God, Brandy! Hey, how are you, babe?" <sighs> and Brandy, in the talking head, is like. Oh, Amber, I'm not trying to fuck with crazy, and she is crazy. I just love that all of these, like, way bigger reality stars know that Amber is crazy. Right. That just everyone knows that. But she has no idea. And that just goes to show you how crazy she and Matt are, that they pick up no social cues from anyone. They live in a bubble. That they think they're on an equal playing field, if not more famous and higher echelon than everyone else. They have no clue. I mean, we're going to... It's about to... You guys, if you guys think this is insane, like, in the classroom, it gets (gasps) so fucking crazy. I was pausing my TV every two seconds and just, like, writing down every single fucking thing. So Amber's like, how are you? And and Renee's like, when I saw Brandy, I thought to myself, oh, God, we got one of these housewives (laughs) from, uh, you know, Beverly, uh, Beverly. And her her sister's like, Hills, Beverly Hills. And she's like, oh, yeah, I was going to say Hillbillies. Um, Last to arrive is my favorite. These three are just my fucking favorite. Do you like them? I did. I had no idea what they were from. Never seen them before. But I love them. They're from Love and Hip Hop originally, but they've had a ton of spinoffs because they name them at some point. Okay. Mama is this skinny little old lady who is gorgeous, not a wrinkle in her face, with just a page boy haircut, and she has 20, she's brought 27 different fans, like little fans. I love her. That she can fan herself with. Oh, she's fabulous. You know I have fans everywhere I go. Oh, God, I should invest in something. Dollar store. Dollar store. Yeah, I should check it out. She's always fanning herself with a different. In every scene, she has a different fan that kind of matches her mood. Um, She's also brought along like stage four throat cancer nodules. Her throat. Oh no, I got it. Oh, oh, I can't wait. So excited. Oh no, I got this impression. Oh, wait, I need to like I need to find it. She's like, I don't know, but the truth is coming out now. Uh, Okay, Renee's thrilled to see the the Joneses. Jim stays in the car to blaze up his doobie. Everyone's like, "Where's Jim?" And they're like, "He's in the car, like smoking a joint." So Mama's like walking around the car, and she's like looking at the stickers that they put on the van while waving Dat Fan, and she's like. Oh, it says, I love my mama. If you think I'm a bitch, you should see my mother-in-law. Uh, Matt points Ooh. out, Matt Bayer now points out him and Amber's stickers. The first one says, 16 for life. Adulting is hard. And then Amber standing up there, she's like, yeah, this one says fame whore, which is really odd because like, I've never done any other show except for mine, which that doesn't even make me a fame whore anyway. So I don't even know where that came from. I'm like, you're literally on another show right now, which makes you a fame whore. And she also and you are a stole that exact word and phrasing from Farah's diary. That is an absolute Farah oh, salad. Oh, yeah, for sure. All the women, all, she's talking to all the women, and they're just, like, staring back like, at her like, uh, oh, God, this is going to be a long three weeks. So they all start moving into the house, and Jim's like, yeah, th- she's talking about Brandy. He's like, that model chick, she's always on some tabloid, like, entertainment whatever and then mama while she's fanning she's like she's like i thought that man was her daddy like a sugar daddy but no it's a real daddy <laughs> okay so so here we go i'm gonna cue you here we I'm got re- our next oh, little I am section ready. here mama and tanya immediately go out to smoke so here we go uh i didn't i don't know 
Chrissy and me is the one with the really big issue. Oh, really? Yeah, because me and her are always the ones bickering and getting at it. She just is know-it-all, and I can accept that. But she thinks she's got she's to choose. He's got to choose. But you don't got to choose, buddy. Mama's going to be here forever, and she's going to speak her mind. That's how I am with Amber, too. Matt is Amber's fiance. Oh, shoot! So you and I have got the same thing going on? <laughs> kind of the same thing? <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. So now Tanya does a talking head. Right off the bat, Mama connects, and I can feel able to relate to a lot of things she's going through, and same with me. <laughs> Is it bad? Is it really bad? That was exactly what the scene was. They're like, I guess we'll kind of hang out with each other because we both smoke and both of like. Yeah. Like, I guess I'll connect with someone and here. I also age. want to mention that Tanya is doing this thing with her hair a lot, her bangs. It's as if, like, she sweated through her blowout, and now she's trying to, oh, like... yeah. And I know the because frizzy. I do the exact same thing, where I'm like, ooh, I'm just going to, like, air it out. I'm going to try to air dry yeah, like, it with my own it, hands. Yeah. You comb your fingers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and they're in L.A., up. so Don't it's, wave up. it's humid. Yeah. So, so next... Um, this is so bad. Matt asks, okay, so in back inside, Matt Bear, he of course knows everyone's resume. So on the gross. He's like, so Renee, you were on this before you went into marriage boot camp. What was that experience like? And Renee's like, you know, it was one of the best experiences of my life. And we, uh, and we get a flashback to her on marriage boot camp her first time where she's at the altar with her like ex Joe. Mm. And she's like, I'm really glad we came and we got a lot out of this, but the best thing about all this is that I get to leave without you. <laughs> so she leaves him at the altar. That'd be so great. Um, and Renee, so here we have this little back and forth with, and Brandy during this uh, inter intersperses with like Amber's making this all about her already. Renee's like, I came here for the first time with an asshole. And, you know, I just have the worst picker in the world. And Amber's like, yeah, I get it. No. Like, he, him, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Amber can relate? You've got to be kidding me. She's, Matt's sitting right next to her. Well, Tanya's in the middle of them drinking a tumbler of rosé. Yeah, it's a full, Just every, like, full a, a large, thick, short, wide juice glass. I've never seen yeah, anyone. Stemless. I've seen a lot of people drink wine out of a lot of different glasses and containers. Yeah. But I've never seen anyone drink wine like that. No, this is one of those, like typical stemless wine glasses but she's filled it all the way up to the top but it's it's a little bit bigger yeah, it's, it's like wider. an extra large stemless right. and it's just rosé and she's just sitting there her whole body is just red, red. <laughs> yeah <sighs> she's drinking this she's like i need to because here's the shitty thing is that they bring her here and in the middle of the season she goes through major withdrawal and she I'm gets very sure. very sick like flu like symptoms so they didn't they weren't managing her like addiction and her pills very well. Like they should have. Wait, you're talking about Tanya or idea. Amber? Tanya, okay. Tanya, Tanya. Well, Tanya. and she's an alcoholic, right? I mean, she definitely has she's that alcoholic, red, sweaty, kind of skin course. tone t- thing. And she's been outside in the heat. <laughs> and she's from Indiana, so that okay. All there's of a that. lot going on. But at this point, I think they've taken her pills away. So I think she's like, oh my god, something yeah, like alcohol, she- like give it to me. 
Like, and she just had a ride in a plane and a car and rooming with Matt. Oh my! And then stood outside in the sun while everyone introduced themselves <sighs> to each other. <laughs> so, Amber's like, "Yeah, I get it." She's like, "Matt." done this and he's done that and I found I found out a lot about him like he has extra kids I didn't even know about and Brandy's like extra kids it was so <laughs> funny she's like uh extra kids and the Joneses over there are busting up laughing they're my favorite because like I feel like they're gonna get their issues resolved more than anyone because they can get yeah. along they just have mild absolutely issues, but they get along yeah Chrissy's like so on the couch Mama's got her fan. Mm. Jim's like stoned in the middle, pretty much asleep. And Chrissy and Mama are staring at each other with Jim perfectly in the center. And Chrissy's like, you know, I thought Amber's boyfriend was her mom's husband. And Mama said, oh, oh. She goes, I thought Amber's boyfriend was her mom's husband. And Mama's like, yeah, me too. I thought, I thought that too. I thought that <laughs> Everyone's too. Everyone's laughing. So God. they're all giggling up a storm. And then Amber's like, he was doing drugs behind my back and Matt's like yeah I relapsed a couple months ago and he said and it Renee's, all proud why <laughs> yeah, did you notice like, well, that yeah, yeah, yeah because he thinks that he he's like yeah I'm admitting it yeah I'm a man I'll admit that I relapsed but wasn't there a whole thing whether he actually was an addict or not whether he made that yeah, up yeah I think he was though because I just did the being Matt special and it seemed pretty clear oh, okay. that he was like off doing something so Renee is like, I'm eight months clean and I don't like being here with someone who's relapsed. Um, okay, so now, wait, do it, does Tanya? Okay, I have, uh, do you have, do you have a new next thing here? Uh, uh, where I do not believe Matt is an honest yes. guy. Well, this okay. is, well, that, is that right after Amber told everyone that she was missing money? Yes, yeah, so that, that's oh, where okay, this is going to start. So just be, be on the, be on okay, the. Okay, got it. Be on the ready here. <clears throat> so Amber's like, you know, I got money missing and I don't know what's going on. It's just a bunch of bullshit. You know, I believe that he's a pathological liar. And then Matt laughs. And she's like, oh, that's funny. I don't see how that's funny. And Matt's like, I just find it interesting that everyone else seems to have problems but you. And Amber's like, I'm telling the fucking truth. And then Matt goes, it's the, sto- you're, it's the story. You're giving headlines without actually giving a story. So now Tanya has a talking head. I do not believe Matt is an honest guy, and he likes to blame Amber for everything. And I just wish Matt was out of the picture. And then I wrote, P.S., through all of this, they are all drinking so much on the couch together. They're all wasted. Yeah. Time. They all just have clear alcohol mm-hmm. in their hands. Yeah. Champagne glasses, empty ones all over the place. The rosé. Tanya's drinking more than anyone, but rosé glass. I think she mixed something with the rosé, like a a liquor and a juice or something, because it looked a little thick at times. I think there's a point where it actually shows her pouring it, and she's just like, glug, 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 Matt goes, when you hear the whole story, there's more to it than what's on the surface. And then Amber stands up to, like, hit him. And he's like, what is going on with you? And Amber's like, you're trying to act like everything I'm saying is bullshit when everything I'm saying is real shit. And Chrissy says, the way Amber and Matt started up already, it's like too soon. Our cushions aren't even warm on the sofa yet from sitting down. So Amber goes, it's his turn to prove to me that he's ready to be in a real relationship with a real fucking woman. Um, who... (laughs) So, well, as this unfolds, the doctors both walk up. And as they're walking up, V goes, so are you ready for this? And then Dr. Ish goes, question is, 
Are they ready for this <gasps> commercial? Ooh. Okay, so the doctors enter. They introduce themselves. Dr. V says that, you know, she's like, I'm Dr. V. And I have <laughs> over 12 years of education, being a psychologist. And you know what I learned? I learned that any uh, 12 years of education means shit without experience. Mm. And then there's this close-up of Amber, like, nodding. Yes! Like, philosophically, like, yep, that's right, yep. She turns to everyone else who's sitting on the couch and goes, that's right. That's right. That's right. You don't, that had nothing to do with you or your story, Amber. Is that because, Amber, uh, all that 12 years of post-GED experience that she has, she's like, yeah, that's right. It's just shit. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I have experience. I have experience. Uh, Jim, at this point, is flicking, like, this little toy. It's, like, one of those, like... (laughs) Fidget spinners? It's, like, one of those ADHD... Yeah, it's, like, a fidget spinner. And then there's Amber in a confessional. Because the doctors are like, Jimmy, paying attention? He's like, yeah, I'm paying attention. Um, Then Amber in a confessional with her eyes... her, Mm. Her eyes never open this entire sentence. And she's like... I just thought it was really disrespectful how he was smirking at the doctors and kind of taking it like it's a fucking joke. She's just so... Is she high? She's high. I thought she was high, yeah. Yeah? I know know shit about drugs, but it wasn't a drunk talk that was a high talk. No, because she was, like, getting the words out fine and not slurring. She was just about to... Yeah, her eyes were barely open, yeah. So the doctors warn them, like, this is going to be tough and you're all going to want to leave at some point. And um, the end, they're going to at the end, they're going to figure out if their dysfunctional family is worth saving or if you should cut off your family for good. All right. So next, the school bell rings. And it's time to go to school. They go to sit in their assigned seats. I don't know if they do this every season, but now the sequence is going to be that it's show and tell. So each person has their assigned little desk, and they each, one at a time, pull out their little secret show-and-tell thing from their desk, and they go up to the front, and they try to tell everyone, like, well, I think this means this. So Dr. Ish says, the majority of the behaviors are learned behaviors. You weren't born like this. We're going to try to identify the source of your negative behavior and try to teach you how to, like, relearn how to not be fucking crazy, basically. So, uh, Renee is first, and hers is, like, a brain in a jar. And Renee's like, I think it means that my sisters don't think I'm intelligent or something. And then her sisters say, like, yeah, she acts dumb, so she has an excuse to be codependent. Renee says, I just need you to have compassion because, you know, like, they don't know what I've been through with my addiction, and I felt abandoned. So next, her sister Jen goes up, and her share is a bloody knife. Dun, which dun, I was like, dun. Keep that away from Amber. <laughs> <laughs> Renee interprets it as stabbing people in the back and also cutting people off forever. Lana agrees and says she was cut off by Jen, and it hurts so much. Lana goes up, and her <laughs> share is a Pinocchio nose. Which did not look like a Pinocchio nose when she first took that out. That no, looked like... It looked like a penis on her head, on her face. Yeah, it, it, a penis coming out of her face. Yeah, it looked like... Yeah, something they would, like, cut off at medical school and put in a jar. It was, like, <laughs> it was shrunken yeah. and wrinkly and... Ugh. A Pinocchio nose is more of just, like, almost like a drumstick. Yeah, like a wooden... Like thin and straight. This was... Yeah. Uh, this was more, it looked like a, it was almost veiny. <laughs> there were almost balls <laughs> in the end of it. 
She's like, um, yeah, my whole childhood was a lie, and um, we all had to keep secrets in the household, which is actually interesting because they were like mob daughters. Yeah. And then Renee's like, no, that's not how it was. And Doctor Ish is like, yeah, but she's eight years older than you, so she had eight years of like which is keeping stuff a secret great that you weren't even there. Point. That's a great, a great point. point. Every family needs to realize that. That's yeah, so eight true. Yeah, years of that you did not experience. Yep. So next up is the Joneses. So Jim, like, <laughs> like oh God. comes up, takes him 25 minutes to He's walk up. He's not buying into this shit at all. He's like, this is some bullshit. And uh, it's just a big bib that says mama's boy. These are all issues that, like, okay, like, it's obvious. I know that, like, you've experienced this mm-hmm. where it's like, the mama's boy, and it's like, I need you to fucking cut the cord. Yeah. But these three all seem like they're... They're like, in on it together. Horrible. I mean, they're making they money. They're this is their business, guys. right? Jim so much as says that, and yeah. that's what set Amber sets right. Amber off later. Right, Where he's like, this is all bullshit. We're here to make yeah. money. Like, we're here to play up. Shit. But he's not playing um, into it at all. He doesn't even put the bib on. And they're like, Dr. Ish is telling him, put the bib on, and he just swings it over his shoulder like, what are you going to make me yeah. do? No, it's not going to happen. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I am my mama's boy. I mean, I'm my mama's son. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that's what a... Uh, not a big deal. So then Chrissy's like, yeah, we've been engaged for seven years and mama had, like, some idea of a role that I was supposed to play. Like, I was supposed to have babies in a certain amount of time and I was supposed to be more connected to his family. And then mama's like, I just believe all this is horseshit. It's like cockamamie because in the <laughs> beginning when we first started, me and Chrissy were just nice and lovely. And then, you know, somewhere along the line, somewhere we drift apart. I just believe all this horseshit is... Oh, God. See it? Repeat it again. The cockamamie. <laughs> um... Drift apart. I was loving it. it. We drift apart. Jim says, um, you know, I just really want to learn how to diffuse situations before we, you know, hit toxic and uh, explosive shit. So Dr. Esh is like, yeah, he goes, Dr. Esh is like, you know, you you want to love two people. Mm. You want them to love each other. Mm. So you want a circle of love, not a triangle of love. And Jim's like, word. Yeah, I like the Not like Amber's head and her bun over there. Not like a triangle. (laughs) A circle. Mama Jones is next. Her share is like a plastic baby with an umbilical cord. And Mama's like, this here is bullshit. I didn't come here to work on my relationship with Jim. I just came here to work on me and Chrissy's relationship that has nothing to do with Jim being a mama's boy. So Chrissy goes up. Her share is a runner-up ribbon, which, like, that would be my share. Yeah, (laughs) but that was a gift. That was so easy compared to what everyone else got. It's It's like like a compliment. well, I the mean, yes means no. she you're, doesn't have to work on anything. Exactly. It means she doesn't have to exactly. do Exactly. And Mama's like, yeah, she wants to be runner-up, but she can't be runner-up. You know uh, you know why? Because I'm M-O-T-H-E-I. You know, she can be Mrs. Jones one day. Next week, she'll be Mrs. Smith. We're like, Amber, uh, the, do you know what she just spelled? Mother. Do you know what that is, Amber? Any <laughs> any idea of what Amber, that is? Any shot of Amber in the background is either her nodding philosophically yeah. or being like, or making like a what? Yeah, that's she's this making. bullshit. Yeah, but most of it is like looking around, like, yeah, I get this. I feel yeah, like, it. Because yeah. I went through counseling mm-hmm. and I led counseling when I was in jail. <laughs> Chris uh, Glanville's are next. Brandy's is a picture of her ex husband, which See? I was like, that's so harsh. It's fucked. What's well, harsh? But how is that her fault? Well, that and. I thought it was more issues with her dad and her. So now sure, we, why sure. are we bringing that up? Oh, it's because, well, because we're supposed the, to be reminded why she's famous. It's a very dad, weak link, oh, yeah. though. 
And then they go through, they so much as tell us everything about how bad this breakup is without mentioning Leanne Rhymes' yep. name, which I'm like, just fucking come out and say it. We all know. Um, dad blamed her for the breakup, and Brandy's like, yeah, I know it sucks because my dad, like, he hurt me. He is my first love. He broke my heart, like, smashed it into a million pieces, and my dad still, like, loves him. And her dad's like, I'm cordial to the guy. I liked Eddie Brandy. I really liked him. You know, I want Brandy to be able to work with him, so, you know, there's not going to be any future problems. Um, a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Fuck you, dude. He told he okay, like, but here Eddie look at publicly humiliated. But her. look at it this way. But Leanne made it worse. Or Leanne, what's her name? Brandy also made it worse because she was constantly going after Leanne on Twitter and all this kind of bullshit. Okay, and mm. Brandy was constantly trashing Eddie and Leanne and talking right. about it all the time and putting the kids on TV. So I could see. You, where her dad might be like, just stop doing that shit, and it won't be that hard. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know any of that, so... No, okay, I get and it. And, like, Eddie and you. Leanne wouldn't... I think they would be filmed or photographed at games and stuff, but I don't think on their personal Twitter pages they would show their faces. I could be totally wrong, okay. but, I mean, Brandy definitely elevated it. She wanted to trash okay, Eddie all over the place. Damn it. This is like Teen Mom 2 drama with the Twitter shit. I'm just saying, I'm not, obviously a dad should take their kid's side all the time unless they're really batshit crazy, and I think Brandy is kind of batshit crazy. 
like, if my dad was like, no, I still talk to Radu, and I think you guys should be cordial. I mean, we don't have kids together, yeah. but, like, if my dad oh, took that crazy. stance, like, I don't think I'd ever speak to him again. I don't like, think I he was necessarily taking his side. I think he was just saying, stop talking about it and doing stupid shit sure. and putting the kids in between it. And I guess they have, to keep a, they have to keep a relationship because of the kids. So yeah, and if he would just cool it from. and stop doing that shit, maybe he would get a settlement quicker with you. I okay, could be making all this tickets. bullshit up, too. I don't know. No, I mean, the difference here between what my mindset is is that there are kids involved, so you have to yeah, kind of right, right, right. Deal, I guess. Okay, so um, the dad goes <laughs> up. And so he, this is, like, the weirdest. This is where I get, like, the creep vibe. But he head. didn't his, choose to have what was in the bag. Let's just remember the well, show. He, ch- he chose to hold them up to well, his sure. chest the entire time. <laughs> sure. So his share are these, like, 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 um... What is it made of? Like, They're like foam, silicone foam boobies. They weren't even silicone. No. They were like foam. They were like Muppet material. Okay, but they were fused together, so they were too close right. together. It was like a little breastplate of like fake boobs, and he immediately holds it right <laughs> up to his own chest, and never drops them until he is asked to sit the fuck. So right he's just down. cradling he's boobies whole, against just, his chest the whole yeah. time, and everyone's like, "What the fuck? This is weird." <laughs> But I mean, fine. I'll I'll give him a pass for that. So, um, he's like, yeah, um, he's he's embarrassed about Brandy's boob job, but she doesn't have crazy freak show titties. Well, her boobs are very normal looking. No, I don't think he was necessarily upset that she got a boob job, but I think he was probably upset that she went in topless and showing them off everywhere, and had oh, a public. Okay vaginal rejuvenation or whatever. All right. Well, I didn't know any of that. So, okay. Once again, this is why I'm glad you're here. Uh, Brandy's like, I got my boobs done because after my kids, my boobs were like national geographic. So I got them fixed. They're a B, not a D. But then of course I was on her side after that. So I was like, what's a big deal? But now I get it. And the dad's like, yeah, I hate it. I'm embarrassed, Brandy. And then, Brandy blasts back at him. We had Playboy on our fucking coffee table. You ran around naked and you smoked pot. It was like a party. And I was like, ah. And then Guy says he was beaten by his dad and like thrown against a wall. Um, Dr. V, this was interesting. And this is where Matt goes. Uh, Dr. V's like, Brandy, if you were a Victoria's Secret model, mm. do you think your dad would feel the same way? And Guy's like, no, I'd be very proud of you, Brandy. And Brandy's like, that is so weird. And Amber's like, that doesn't even make any fucking sense. What? what? She can't believe it. Yeah. She can't believe it. I think it makes Dr. sense. Like, Wait, hold on. Before you go any further, do you think it makes okay, sense? Okay, yeah, explain. No, I think that's crazy. Okay, see, I think guys looking at it as, I would be proud of her because she has a job. She would have a modeling career. But she does have a job. Uh, like, she makes money off of these tabloids. Like, not tabloids, but the tabloids make her money in different facets of her life. But you don't need to be drunk, falling down steps, talking about sex and your new vagina and flashing your boobs all over the place. That's different. Right. I just See, think, I I just think getting drunk and falling all over and talking about having sex with younger guys and, oh, you're going to have sex with a mover and this boyfriend, that boyfriend is totally different than saying, I'm going to be in the Victoria's Secret runway show where you're wearing lingerie. Yeah, I do think it's different. See, what? Hey, so what my problem is here is that me going into this knowing nothing. Oh, no, I'm not trying to fault pres- you. Sorry not- if it's coming off like oh, that. Oh, no, okay. no, I didn't think you were. I was just saying, like, 
the, the fault with the production crew, the production yeah. then, is that they were not giving me enough information as a viewer to right. no, I get be that. able to understand what was happening. Because Brandy's walking in there in like a cocktail yelling. dress and heels, yeah, like totally pulled she, together. She, right. Totally together, yeah. like tipsy at best. Like she holds her own with a glass of champagne. She's right. nothing to her. So... Oh God! Matt goes. Matt. So, guy, would you have a problem with any of this if she wasn't, you know, famous and on reality TV? And guys, like, no, I have a problem with the industry. It's exploitation. And now Amber. Yeah. Here we this go. This is where it. It's so comp. Like this is where I'm like, wow. Like, I don't know if I blame MTV or what the chicken or the egg, but Amber truly does <sighs> not see that reality TV is. Come 100% exploitation. That mm-hmm. is what it is. Amber goes, that is not true. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's fucking... She's doing this, like, really black appropriation, like... like yeah, she like, didn't raise her hand. Yeah, we're both doing the same thing. She bent her wrist at, like, 90 degrees, does... It's a, it's a fist pumping, but with two fingers y- pointed yes. at Yes. And then the rest. So a fist pump, but with her two finger, like, her middle finger and pointer finger, and she doing just like fist the Ar- pumping. Doing, like, the Arsenio Hall kind of, like... Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. And then that goes, and then that that comes down into, like, a lower hand-to-hand punch motion. punch. She punched. She did a lot of punching, too. She goes, hold up. This is fucking bullshit. I'm nothing but real. My show is nothing but real. I wasn't about, I'm not about to get downgraded because I'm doing this for 10 years straight. How do you not see that? They fucking met you on the side of the road. When When she got out of gel, being Amber special, Fucking Kurthy or whoever the fuck was there met her on the side of you the road. You were a That's French so braid, and they showed it on national TV. Doctors were interviewed you in jail. I'm sure you made no money right. off of that. This is nothing but exploitation. Mm-hmm. My God, like how? And yeah, Amber, I guess you are real because I guess nothing's more real than punching your boyfriend on national television. But I also disagree that she's real because most of the past two seasons, like with her and Andrew, have been like her being like, "Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go to Krav Maga, but I don't want to punch anyone. I just never time, <gasps> time, time." <laughs> and her being like, "Andrew, you make me so happy. You're just, you make me so much like calmer of a person. I'm so calm now. I'm a new." Because yeah, you're a real man. You take care of your woman. Oh, God. So she, uh, where are we here? Um, she starts to go in on Jim, Jim and Chrissy. I mean, of anyone to pick in that room. Well, no, Jim Why? speaks up and Jim's like, no, you know, like he's defending the dad and saying it real. Right. He's like, no, this is how it is. You know, I don't think Guy has acclimated to the grand scheme of re- reality right. TV is. You know, reality TV is bullshit. We're all here to make money. All of us are here to make money. And, you know, the shows I've been a part of, like, that's pretty much you just exploit yourself and everyone around you and you make some money. And Amber's in the corner the whole time making these, like, hold, faces. Hold me and back, doing, bro. Hold me back. Hold me back. Do, doing the, <laughs> the pointy fist pump, like, to, w- with no sound, just doing it. Like, work, <laughs> like, winding up. And she goes, get the fuck out of here. Let me tell you something right now. I've been on reality television for 10 fucking years. I've been real since day what? one. And not all reality television stars are like that. And Chrissy <laughs> is like, whoa, girl, pump the brakes. Maybe he just wants something more for his fucking daughter. How about that? And Amber's like, first of all, calm the fuck down. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, you, you know, don't just sit there and, you know, start fucking with me. And Chrissy, who is like a badass bitch is like who are you talking to and she was so calm about it because she was like 
Yeah. You're just like, I wasn't saying And anything. that just riles Amber up more because no one yeah. is even flinching or moving. They're all just no. sitting down while Amber, again, like, is needing to be held back from nothing because what's she going to do? Yeah, Chrissy's like, who are you talking to? Amber's like, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. And Chrissy's like, baby girl, chill out. And Amber's like, first of all, that's who I'm fucking talking to is you. Tanya's sitting there red faced, just trying to get Amber because she's like, she's like, try, she's like, Amber, calm down. Amber, Can you do an impression? Amber, 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 call Amber, <laughs> calm down. Amber. That's it. That's it. Her face is her face is on fire. She's just right standing now, there, just the redness. <laughs> just Amber. Because you know, in her mind, just everything is moving in like slow motion, <laughs> like hologram. You know, it's all colors. Pix- it's pixely, pixel. <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory when they go through the tunnel. She's like, yeah, Amber. So Polly, go ahead. Go so Renee is like, Renee is like, what the fuck is going on? And no way did Jim say anything to Amber about Amber with Amber. Jim was just saying something to Brandy's dad, which I thought was awesome to hear, which is true. Jim was making yes. a very good point yes. there. Yes. A lucid point. He's stoned. He's the most stoned out of anyone on there. And he's like, look, reality TV's bullshit. Can we all just uh, come right out and say this? Yeah, we're we all signed the contract. Up. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're all making That's money. That's what we're here for. So now, uh, Chrissy, this was so good because this is like, Chrissy, I feel like, has watched the show because, like, there's no way she could have picked such a specifically perfect yes. thing to set Amber off. She goes, I think you were still just high. <laughs> she goes, I think <laughs> I knocked over my little uh, porcelain squirrel. She goes, I think you just still high from two seasons ago, girl. And Amber is like, my show is relevant. My, oh, no, no, no. First, Amber goes, what? What? I don't think I heard you correctly. And Chrissy's like, I think <laughs> you still high. From two shows ago. Because you wildin' right now. Never heard that expression. Need to put it in my vernacular immediately. Wildin'. I thought like she said wilding. wide fucking legs. No, I... Oh, God, no. Okay. No, I was watching with closed captioning. Oh, good. Wildin'. Like, you're wilding out. out. Okay. She's like, because you wildin'. And this is Amber. My show is relevant. My show's been on for ten fucking years. What the fuck are you gonna do about it, bitch? I'm 27. <laughs> Chrissy's like, you Wildin, this is Wildin, you is Wildin. And Brandy's like, you guys, it's the Glanville's turn. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's the Glanville's turn. Actually, she doesn't even say the S. She goes, it's the Glanville turn. <laughs> okay. Wait, is Jim, is pretty- Jim, or Jim, is Guy still standing in the front, like, with his boobs? Just Holding watching. the boobs, he's just like, what do I do? What do I do? Do I put the boobs down? Uh, Amber now stands up and starts moving toward Chrissy, and she's like, do I look high to you? Do I look fucking high to you, bitch? And it's like, yeah, look at what you're doing right now. Yeah. This is... Yes, you do. And Chrissy's like, oh, I know you're not coming toward me right now because shit's about to get get real. It's like, what what does Amber think she is? Uh, Cut to commercial. After the commercial, we get this insane little interstitial where they have to take the Pledge of Allegiance, and it's so weird. I was like, why did we watch? It's like a rewind to the beginning of the class where they all take the Pledge of Allegiance and it's just zany. I pledge allegiance to family boot camp and no one can read the signs it's like too far in front of the classroom. It's a disaster. 
It's so weird. So now we're back to the fight. And Jim, because Amber's going yeah. after his woman. So he, which this is where I don't mind a guy putting his hands on a woman. Because Amber she really like is a fucking buffalo. He's like, he's just kind of puts, <laughs> yes. he puts his hands on her shoulders and he's just bulldozing her down. Yeah. Just like, just back move up, back, back up. bitch, move on back. Which I, because there's such a fine line for guys where what you can well, do he was to like kind of swinging in, at her. He was slowing not at her all. down. He was just yeah. pushing her back, like bitch, move the fuck back. So, um, and I also think it's kind of sweet, like it's sweet and brave. I it's also brave did. for him to. I liked Jim in like, this moment I was like, too. Because Amber could easily swing on him. She could. She could give him a black eye easily. Yeah. Krav Maga. So the fight gets broken up and Amber screams across the room at Chrissy. She's like, you haven't been through half of the shit I've been through, bitch. bitch. That bitch is, is awfully ballsy to throw out well, there. You know, I think the most bold thing is for a rich white girl to scream <laughs> that you haven't been through the shit I have at any black person ever. Yeah. Because even, even if they came from the exact same privilege amount of life, that black person has still been through way more shit than you because of, you know, I have a friend who's black and he's rich, like off his ass. He's been on Broadway, but he's like, still, when I go into a CVS, I get followed. Well, they're talking the about the whole uh, judgmental thing and being judged one way or another. <laughs> and it's like, OK, Amber from Anderson, Whiteyville, Indiana. I'm pretty yeah. sure that they've gotten judged just as much, if not more than you have. Take it down. Also, a Amber. Amber's been rich since she was like 17 years uh, old. Ridiculous. Like, I just, I just think it's never any white person's place to ever yell at any person you don't know of the color stuff I've been saying, through, "Yeah, bitch. I've been through way worse shit than you." <sighs> oh God, she's so stupid. So, um, the fight gets broken up. Matt, then there's Matt on the confessional couch, being like. Yeah, Amber doesn't look for a reason to fight. She doesn't need a reason to fight. She could be set off by uh, the weather. So they nice all nice dad to joke, Matt. Yeah, good one, Matt. Mama goes. So Mama's like, "Yeah, I need to get out of here. I'm too old to go to fucking jail." So Brandy um, tells us like Amber's scary and intense. I don't think she's necessarily a hundred percent mentally well. So the rest of the cast assembles in the living room to complain about Amber and the doctors have to sit with Amber and Tanya is Matt in there with Amber I assume I think he is well I know Dr. Ish is sitting in Matt's chair but he's about two feet away from the desk just keep that in mind okay okay so in the living room Brandy's like look guys like everyone calm down everyone in the house has an issue with her right now (laughs) and mama's like an issue with her. No, you don't understand me. I love to fight. I didn't come here to fight, but I came here to fix my issues with my son and his fiance. But don't think because of my size, it don't go down. It goes down. She's a bad. I put my I money on Mama. Her. She's scrappy. <laughs> she would take Amber down in a second. Oh, she would play dirty. Yeah. She'd be pulling hair, spitting, scratching, so j- scratch. Yeah, and. Jim is like, yeah, I don't think Amber really uh, knew what she was getting herself into, so I was just trying to break it up because Amber did not want to get, no get in the middle of these. So now Amber has to be coddled Ugh. by the doctors. And um, she's like, no, you know, I mean no disrespect. You know, I've always just had to fight in my life to show. that I just, I feel like I always need to show that I don't want any kind of disrespect. And sometimes I misinterpret things. And I think that's my problem. And I really want to work on that. And it's like... You don't need to fight to prove that you don't like to be disrespected because, in general, 
100% of people do not want to be disrespected. <laughs> Based on 100% of people I've met my life, no one's like yeah. being disrespected. We don't want to be disrespected, so you don't need to fight to show that. Let's all assume right. that no one wants, everyone wants to be treated right, with respect. Right. So Amber goes on to apologize. She's like, I'd really, yeah, I'd like to apologize. And that's, really and that's just not me. The fake Amber cry. <laughs> it's yeah. just not Oh, me. Yeah, yeah, all of this. Ugh. So Amber's like, it was a really, oh no, this is on the couch now. She's like, yeah, it was a really immature thing for me to do. I fucked up, but when I get angry, you know, I just, you know, black out. Mm-hmm. And then Tanya repeats blackout. Blackout, blackout. <laughs> she just, Tanya's like, yeah, don't worry. It's like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> my daughter blacks out and she murders people and I mean that's just how it is hatchet. so now they go back yeah. and <laughs> did you say hatchet yeah. <laughs> do you think Amber ever read that in elementary school what the book hatchet what oh I forgot about that book uh, well I'm never gonna look at it the same way again I know that much did you ever read Red the Red <gasps> yes the saddest oh book ever Truly the saddest yeah. book in the entire yeah. universe. There's a Where the Red Fern Grows too as well. Oh, and did you know that Dave Matthews is in the Where the Red Fern Grows movie? They made a movie. Oh my god! They made a movie. Oh, of course like, I've seen the movie. Maybe, I know they've I know there's Well, I mean there's I like there the old, movie. old movie, and then there was one they made like fifteen oh. years ago. Oh damn it, I thought he was in the original one that I like grew up oh, with no, like, no, no, as a kid. No, like not the one that we would see on the film strip at in elementary school. Oh, I love that movie. It's like, doesn't a kid die in that? No, the dogs die. Well, I know the dog dies, but I want a kid dies in the earlier part of the really? movie. Really? For sure. Oh. Like, hangs himself, or, like, I think oh. he might get, like, a hatchet. I think he might get hatcheted. No, or did someone get shot on accident, like, during the hunting competition or something? I think you're right. The, yeah, that might be what it is. Where the red fern or did someone get, like, grows, scalped? Child dies. <sighs> Maybe a, well, I don't know. Does a kid die in whether the dog manages to save Billy by killing a mountain lighter lion <laughs> lighter? How does the boy die in where the red fern? Billy's hounds ganged up on the hounds. Yeah, yeah he. Okay. Oh yeah, this is. I was right. Um, Billy's hounds ganged up on the hound and belongings to the Pritchards. Pritchards and tore at him. Reuben took Billy's axe and set off to attack Billy's hounds. Unfortunately, while he was running toward the fighting hounds, he tripped over and fell <gasps> over That's his own right. sharp axe. That's right. That's right. Reuben. Shit. His name is Reuben. Oh, my God. How much did that just bring us back A to A lot. Like, I remember but, where I was when I read that part. I was in my too. room. I was in my classroom. Oh, I was in my bedroom, and I had a lime green carpet and big yellow 70s mm-hmm. flowered wallpaper. And I remember just laying there being like, oh, my God. And because that was really like the first kid dying I think in a too. very traumatic way reading, I think. And then soon after that Amber's was like, book? wait, what? Do you think it's Amber's favorite book because there's a hatchet in it? <laughs> well, that's why I was wondering, like, oh, she ever read that book? <laughs> like somewhere deep in her psyche was that hatchet. Why were we kidding? Amber never read a book. Uh, Yeah, no, true, true. But a kid dies in that book, but like, and I was like, ooh, I was like, I had full body chills. But then when the dogs died, I was inconsolable. Well, where the red fern grows, I mean, oh, God. Yeah, I know. That's a rough book. Yeah, it is. Uh, Where were we? Hatchet. (laughs) um, Hatchet. Hatchet. (laughs) I really can't, I really can't do it. Um, Okay, so Amber comes out and and Tanya, glug, 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 glug,
Okay, a full glass of rosé amber is like, um, look, I just, I apologize, and that's not me, and I guess I just uh, misinterpreted the situation. And then one of the doctors is like, Christy, do you accept her apology? And Christy's like, no, because I don't think that at the end of the day she even means it. And then Amber's like, this is fucking ridiculous. I apologize, and it was sincere. And Dr. V is like, you can't get mad when somebody can't uh, can't digest yeah. your apology right away. And then Christy's like, you know what, fuck this. We just fucking find a way to coexist, get this day over with. So they go back to the classroom, and I guess we're just gonna breeze past the Glanvilles and move on to the poor. Yeah, exactly. Like, the Glanvilles don't really get their day in the sun here. All right, you ready? <clears throat> Next uh, little Tanya bit here. <clears throat> Tanya is up, and her <laughs> thing she pulls out of her bag is a stuffed police car. I got a police car. <laughs> So she walks up to the front of the class. But then she has like a second. Oh, the bag is a police car. Yeah. And she pulls the thing out of it. That's what and it's like a big so expandable spine. It's like a fake like <laughs> spine, like a backbone. Uh, a spine? Uh, am I spineless or something? And Dr. V's like, well, we felt like maybe you didn't have a backbone or, you know, stand up for yourself. Uh, it's true. I, I don't speak out when I should. Well, when do you wish you had spoken up for yourself? Uh, growing up, they grew up with an alcoholic father that was very verbal, abusive, and <laughs> it turned physical towards me yeah, and my kids. Uh, back then, I, I want to go to marriage and go through with it. I try to stay strong for my kids. Okay, so now we're in a confessional with Tanya. I, I do worry that Amber is repeating my past bad relationship with her father. When you're in that abusive relationship, it's hard to get out. Back in class. I just think there's a lot of anger issues with Amber. <laughs> Crazy. She just got so much <laughs> build up in her. I, I want a mother and daughter behind... Oh, oh, relationship. Like, relationship. I want a mother and daughter relationship like, like I do with my mom. We talk every day. You know, that's my best friend. And I want me and Amber to have the same relationship as well. I, I was... I was there for her. I wasn't there for her. her. I wasn't there. Okay, hold on. Oh, I'm, I'm getting more nasally than throat. Hold on a second. <laughs> no, it's better. It's <laughs> and, and I want that for Amber. I, I wasn't there for 10 years like I should have been. <laughs> and then, okay. I'll, Look, I didn't. <laughs> what? Okay, go ahead. God, I was going to say, you know, she, she slurs out that I wasn't there for 10 years like I should have been. And no, she's saying in her teen years. Oh, I thought she said I wasn't there for 10 years. I mean, potato, potato. Okay, well, hold on, because that's very significant. Because that is Amber absolutely repeating. If she wasn't there for 10 years or her teen years, that's exactly what Amber's doing for Leah. Or not doing for yeah. Leah. She hasn't well, she, been there. It, it said teen years on the closed caption. Oh, okay. I thought she's... <laughs> I mean, she's so <laughs> succinct in her speech. I'm surprised that it wasn't obvious to me. She's got a really uh, a thorough train of and, thought here. Unflinching. And they also put captions on her at times. Did you notice know, that I she's the only that, uh, person... 
that they put the closed person. captioning on for. So I feel like I need I need to say two things here. First of all, we're not making fun of Tanya. No, that I is her Jody's voice. Impression is so, that's her voice. She's so. There's so, <laughs> there's a voice to Jody's impression was funny. Also, you guys, I know, I know that I hit the table all the time because when I talk, I want to slam shit, and we got we get complaints about it all the time. That's crazy because Amber does too. I need to tie my hands like behind my back or something when I'm doing this because I get too excited and then I slam the table. Okay, so Tanya's like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I wasn't there for her teen years like I should have been. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Yeah, Amber's got so, these anyway, compassion so, eyes. Don't be sorry. Yeah, because, sorry. again, I just have to jump in here. Because that's exactly... Amber does think it's okay, which is why she thinks it's okay for her it's to be gone okay. for Leah. She assumes Leah's going to be like, it's okay, Mom, Amber, Mommy. You don't need to be sorry. <sighs> Jody, that was, like, your best, like... Five minutes. Oh, thank you. I was so that was amazing. It's gonna be up there with that one episode of shit. Now I forgot the name of the podcast. The one where the music, the guy heard the song and it didn't exist, and they found out. Reply all. Reply all. all. That's gonna be up there with reply all. Yeah, yeah. Um, better than a fly away with me. Oh my god, you remembered it. I wanna take you home. Of course, I've listened to it so many times. Um, okay, next up is Amber, Amber. And she pulls out a hand grenade that, like, immediately pops off. It's like, kapow! It's like one of those With, little like, paper glitter. things. Like, you put a balloon in confetti, and you're like, pow. And you pop it. And her face yeah, the is whole, total disgust. Like, what? She's like, I don't get it. And the whole class is like, oh, because you explode <laughs> like a time bomb. And you're like a, you're like a grenade ready to go off. Like, and you ooh, no, ooh, you're ooh, all crazy. Because <laughs> you're a time bomb. Ooh, got it. <laughs> And Matt's like, oh, you guys have done this before. And they're all like, no, we were Again, we were just here the past stupid hour. dad joke. <laughs> You've done this one before, right, Renee? Jesus Christ. Dumbass. And then Chrissy, oh, Amber's like, um, it's my anger? No, you know, not crying, oh. but not crying. Not having control of my anger. I mean, like, growing up, just seeing this every day, a bomb every day, <laughs> there's nothing. It's just, it's normal. It's just my life with just drinking nothing and drugs. But and then... Nothing but normal. Chrissy goes, yeah, I started to feel bad, but then I was like, that's some crazy shit. It's almost unbelievable. Almost as if she was laying it on so thick that we almost felt would, would feel sorry for her. Mm. I love Chrissy. God, they have her number. Last up is, last up is Matt, whose desk is filled with live worms, which, how did they all not smell that? Because if there was one worm in the room, I could smell I that. that was my worms question. This terrible. is the only thing that I remember why I think I recapped this was because I said the exact same thing. Worms smell like shit when it rains outside and there is a oh worm God, I can within smell a block now. vicinity. You smell it. There's no way you a desk them. full of dirt and thousands of worms. I mean, we're talking that must have been thousands. a production thing where they're where like they're like, okay, Matt, it's your turn, and then they brought in like a new desk. They ha- there's no way that didn't happen that they brought in a, a new desk for Matt as they opened. Disgusting. It. So. um... Also, I almost guarantee you that they were their original plan was to do it with like rats or snakes, but they were like, uh, worms are going to be a little easier yeah. to manage because like Matt is more of a snake or a rat. Yeah, you got You would have to get like a snake handler in there. It'll be like yeah, a Joe Exotic like, up in there. And I mean, if J- Jim Jim would fucking like skyrocket himself to the sky if there was like a Jesus. <laughs> Jim freaks the fuck out. Matt comfortably puts his hand right in there, pulls up a bunch of worms. I'm like, I'm... two hands worth. 
I'd break up with somebody. If somebody could easily touch worms that much, I'd be like, no, that's that. The kids, the marriages, the drugs, Nothing. that's all fine. You can touch worms. You're out. Yeah, the people, or they'll like rip um, them in half for like fishing and shit. He just picks them up and he comes up to the front and he just puts them on the ground. He's like, yeah, it's worms. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe because it's our relationship started out like not the most honest footing, I guess. You know, there's some things about my life I didn't tell her. Like, you know, there was a couple kids I didn't tell her about. And Amber's like, uh, marriages, kids. And the doctor is just like, so how many kids did you actually have? And Matt's like, five. He actually has like eight or nine. Ew, and he told so her too. Wait. Go back just a second, if you don't mind. Uh-huh. Two things. Sure. Number one, I want to mention right before Amber sat down, Dr. V looked at Amber after Amber's uh, soliloquy and says, uh-huh. So you grew up in a war zone, and now the war zone lives within you. And then Dr. Ish says, Oh, thank you for sharing. And Amber does like the thing where she puts her tongue under her top lip. Like, mm, and rolls her like eyes. Li- like, licks her top mm. teeth. The drag queens on Drag Race always yes. do that when they're mad. They lick their top teeth. And when, okay, the second thing was, when Matt opened up his desk and he saw the worms, I, I actually did a little sound clip here because it was so funny. Ooh, right. This oh, was the only time I actually legitimately laughed out loud and had to go back. It was so all good. Right. Matt, what does this represent to you? I'm slimy. <laughs> I'm slimy. I'm slimy. Like shut. Uh, I'm slimy. Do I get an A? Did I pass? I'm slimy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think. And if that's the first thing that's coming to your mind. Then you know you're fucking slimy. You disgusting piece of shit. How did he have at least what three to four women sleep with him? At least. Three to four? He's had, like, I bet he slept with a hundred women. Ew, over. you think? For sure. Ew. Yes, of course. Ew. Because he's a smooth talker, and he, he meets these but vulnerable his face. women. But his face. Yeah, I know his face. Amber slept with Gary. He's com- she's coming out of Gary, okay, Well, so. Jesus, Amber. Amber, uh, they're like, some, uh, Amber, what is that? Oh, wait, wait, here we go. Do I have the one last thing you told me? Oh, no, Matt's a bad person. Oh, I, I think I wrote down the same thing. Oh, yeah. No, I, I should have How many kids do you have? Oh, no, I wrote down the same thing as you. Okay, so Dr. So goes, how kids. many kids did you actually have? And Matt's like, five. So now Tanya's in her confessional. Um, Matt is a, a bad person. He's a con. He's a good liar. I'm definitely trying to protect Amber from Matt. He needs to go. He needs to leave. Amber doesn't need this toxic relationship. Yeah. Protecting Amber, she she doesn't say anything. She does. She sits there. Well, classic enabler. Classic. Yeah. If she was married to an alcoholic, she later became one. She allowed Amber and still still allows Amber to get away with the shit that she does because it's always everyone else's fault. Um. They're like, Amber, what do the worms mean to you? And Amber's like, the worms represent every single lie he's ever told me since the day we met. And then Amber in a confessional is like, Matt's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking liar, cheating, backstabbing person. And my fault in all of this is just letting it go on for as long as I did because I loved him. And then Matt, back in class, is like, are you really going to sit there right now, like, pretending like you're completely innocent? And Amber's like, obviously, guys, I proved already that I'm not innocent, right? However, I didn't used to be like this. I didn't have anger issues. I wasn't depressed. I didn't act like this. And this whole time, Matt's like, really? 
Really? Really? I never Which had anger true. issues. I was never depressed. Roll the tape of Gary tumbling backwards that's, down the stairs. That's the craziest part of all this. <sighs> like, I'm on Matt's where he's like, really? You've been convicted though? and served time for your anger issues specifically. Oh, my God. Um, Amber's like, I had everything under control until I met your bitch ass, punk, pathological liar. And then Tanya's like, Amber, <laughs> Amber's quiet. Um, Amber, 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 Amber. <laughs> Bring it down or not. <laughs> so. Shh, Amber, shh, Amber. <laughs> So the doctors wrap this show and tell session up and they're like, you guys can't, like, you know, you need to all figure this out. And we know whatever. Abuse. abuse yeah. You abuse, have to like break the depression. cycle and stuff. And you guys know. Yeah. Whatever. All that. We all know. It's not funny. So they, they're like, you can't escape each other even in your bedroom. So they all go and find their rooms <sighs> and everyone is like, fine. They're like, oh yeah. All right. Yeah. This. Uh. And Amber's like, what? What is this? In Amber's and Tanya's and Matt's room, they have baby Toddler beds. Toddler beds. Like, dur, dur, dur. Yeah, it's like rock up and good night. It's like playing these like lullabies. And then there's like p- empty pill bottles, like open pill bottles, like fake yeah. pills, like Tic Tacs. And then like cigarettes and alcohol. And then in the room, this was, I gasped when I saw this. It was like this framed uh, quote like this huge frame thing yeah. that's a quote from Matt that says, um, I'm glad your father is dead <gasps> and I wish your brother got shot in the head. Matt. <gasps> I did That's what that one that poster one. said. Oh. Yeah, I wish your father is dead and I wish your brother... Or I'm glad your father is dead. I wish your brother got shot in the head. Matt. Holy And Amber shit. walks in and she rips it down. She's like, nope. No, no, these beds aren't good enough for me. They're not big enough, bitch. No, these aren't good enough for me. And I'm like, well, understandable because Amber is like, this is where Amber lives in beds. So like, the bed is really the most important part. These beds are not sufficient. There's no Amber, eating corner. There's no place for me to sit and lounge. Did you notice, so, however, Tanya's reaction when they walked in? It went Matt, Tanya, and then Amber was the last one in. And Matt walks in, he's like, baby beds. And Tanya goes, Ah, she awed like and it was cute. Oh, and she's like pills. Oh, I see some pill bottles. Oh, oh, pill. <laughs> oh, pills. Oh, bottle. A- Amber, Amber, it's okay, Amber. <laughs> and Amber goes. She like it's knocks not. down all these containers for no reason. She's just opening the drawers, like picking, like throwing shit up, just taking her arm and just going bow and like knocking everything off the shelves. Um, Matt's Matt's um, laughing. He's chuckling. Yeah. Which is also kind of psychotic. It is. Because it's all about him, really. Um, The Glanville's room is all about tabloids, like Brandy's boobs. And then one of the tabloids says like, guy in his naked excursion. Another naked thing. It was a hippie picture of him. I mean, this picture was like, 60 years old it was yeah but they have to like they have to sleep in the same room and guys look I have no problem sharing a room with Brandy and Brandy's like I have a definite definite problem sharing a room with my father I don't want to have to see him naked I'm like this is the third time in this episode he's not gonna be walking around naked naked now I mean my god I I mean I certainly she had more of an issue of sharing a toilet with him oh yeah yeah Jones's room is all about just mom mama has to sleep they have this big bed mama has to sleep I thought that was funny I thought it was hilarious their room 
And then Jim separates his bed and puts it in the yeah. corner. And it's like funny. They're all laughing. Yeah. Mom is like, this isn't good enough for me. I don't know. Yeah, he moves yeah, the twin I, bed. I, I, He's I, like, I, all right, I, cool. We're good. Um, Amber, and mom, mob, mob sister's room is just quotes that they've all yeah. said to each other. It was, it was actually nothing, a lovely room. Crazy. It was like three queen yeah. beds. Everybody there was nothing wrong Everyone's like, everyone's like, all, all right, right, the yeah, Port yeah, Woods, well, is, I mean, Amber's was the most uh, costuming <laughs> by far. <laughs> they went all out of the, like, let's trigger this I mean, bitch as much as we there can. There was a big bottle that said Daddy's Sippy Cup. If you notice Okay, but also, remember, the that is the same toddler bed that she and Andrew consummated their <laughs> relationship. Oh, my God. See, I'll have you back on on that episode. When we, uh, oh. Oh, I'd love to have you do quotes for every. I don't know how I can do these without you now, because I can't well, do Tanya like you. I can record clips if you would like. You're going to have everyone leaving reviews do- like, don't have her on here. It's annoying. No, I promise nobody's going to. Everyone's in relief that it's not me doing it anymore. <laughs> um, Amber, it ends with Amber just Jesus. being like, doctors, this is fucked up. I'm an ex-addict, ex-addict. Oh, yeah, I got that one. Ex-addict. And you put pills all over my fucking room? You don't trigger a fucking addict. I'm done. I'm leaving. Peace. And then it's like, do 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 Peace. This season on Celia. And it wasn't. She threw that sign again. The peace. Peace. I'm like, you're white. You're not a badass at all. Um, I'm going to buy this season. I'm probably, I just want to binge the whole thing like today. And is this where Matt leaves? Matt leaves the, sh- the yeah, show, he leaves the series. He leaves on the day of the lie detector test, <gasps> Jody. That's right. And so is no. this was before the other lie detector? No, he already he had already taken the lie. That all happened. Before. So the lie detector test happened. Amber was pissed. Then they still got back okay, together. Came this and is did after the that. show. Jesus. Then he left, and then Andrew Andrew got his big old Ugh. dick in there. Climbed <laughs> into <laughs> that little baby bed. I mean, they must have been doing it on the floor. Amber's not getting it on the floor. She's not getting it on the floor. There's no way Andrew is having sex in one of those baby beds. Mm. He is seven foot six. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they pushed two of them together. Because you know, you where, know. Where was Tanya? T- I was just going to say, you know Tanya is passed like out snoring like this. <laughs> <laughs> She's just letting that, that throat flap just. You know, she wakes up just dry, dry as can be. <gasps> oh, my God. Like, parched. Like Yeah, that, like, chalky, not that. <laughs> 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 well, I think this is easily the most offensive episode we've ever done together, Probably. and I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to podcasting, oh, I can't though, wait. Jody. I think this is a so great. So, like, uh, do you feel if like- you want more of this stuff, go to Don't Request Pod. Yeah, <laughs> patreon.com slash trpod. <laughs> So, okay, so remind me, you're going to be keeping this in the rotation the entire season. Yeah. Yeah, and I do, I'm going to be covering, like, random, like, late seasons of Teen Mom 2 yes. or OG, like, that I haven't gotten up to yet that I know I probably won't do the whole season for. Okay. And I'm going to do, like, reunions. Like, good, like there's that one reunion where Deb ha- dresses up like a cheerleader, and she's <gasps> like, Team Fair! 
about go and she makes Michael dress up like a cheerleader. Michael like, dress I'll do that I completely one. blocked out yeah. Michael dressing up as a cheerleader. Wow. Oh yeah. And then there's like being dad, there's being Simon, which I assume has Deb in it. Yeah, so just random stuff, but I'm gonna intersperse these. And but then I also have Caitlin and Javi's marriage boot camp, Farrah and Deb. That's gonna be so good. Um, the, the, um, fuck, what are they called? The DeJesus family went on one of these. Oh, that's right. And that's where they found out that Brianna and, and, uh. They're not, like, they're related, like, they're only half-sisters. And her, and Brittany's dad has, like, passed away. (gasps) Really? I'm gonna find all of those. Yeah, she finds out, like, yeah, your dad is different and he's dead. Oh, Brittany. It's really rough. I love her. But yeah, so that's what's going on over here on, uh, on Teen Mom Patreon, $5 Patreon. Amanda loves to hate Team Mom, but we're throwing this on TRP for you guys, just because might as well. Yeah, and we're going to be back next week on TRP with uh, Remind Me. Jailbird's (gasps) Pilot, which I already watched. It's amazing. And Jody's recapping the uh, fake leg throw. Yes, Aviva Drescher, Real Housewives of New York, season finale, the leg throw. And do you know what you have coming up on reality TV next week? Or are you having a mental Oh, I'm trying to think what's in the rotation still. (laughs) 90 Day Fiance... Is that the only thing that's still going? Yeah, and there's a new season starting up, I think, the week after that. So it'll be fresh and like new. like a quarantine edition? Yeah, but it's really lame. I have been watching it because my kids like to watch certain ones. Yeah, why Pillow not? Talk is, is funny, but they're just, it's like the people's couch. They're just watching the show. You're watching them watch the show. But we got some new <sighs> shows coming up. I don't know. We'll mix it up. Yeah, and quarantine is starting to round down, I feel. so. Don't you dare can... say that. Because I feel like then it's going to spike back up. You're jinxing it, is what I'm saying. Okay, all right, all right. Jinxing uh, it. Jinx. (laughs) Amber. 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 Why can't I do it? I can't. I can do like all these other voices, and I just can't find that one (laughs) in my throat. (laughs) You're so unlucky. Well, All right, guys. Well, me. thank you for joining us. I I'm going to now spend like the next two hours taking different shot like pictures because there's so many good screenshots during this yeah. that uh, that are going to be amazing. And thank you so much, Jody, for joining me. You did Thanks not for have having to me. No, I wanted so to. Amazing. I wanted to. It was fun. I laughed a lot. Um, all right, guys. We will see you soon. <laughs> Bye. Oh, see Walter. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.